There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. The idea of war and occupation and defeating a foe often come across as negative in this globalized world. but. There is a war. This war is unseen, but it is very real. And each one of us can attest to it. Now, I'm not talking simply about the struggle in our minds or in our ability to do what we should do or the tendencies to do what we shouldn't do. I'm talking about real personalities assaulting us with wrong ideas and negative emotions. These are not aliens from another galaxy either. These are unclean spirits. Fallen spiritual beings are continually tempting us. Demons of darkness have real power. They exist. Satan is still a deceiver, and he works in the Western world and in the Third World. The targets of his deception are dear, precious humans, made in God's image. And every day, they are dying without the knowledge of the world's Savior. The war is spiritual. When Jesus faced Satan's temptation in the wilderness, he commanded, Get thee hence, Satan. Now I understand that this wording is King James language, but the modern day vernacular would quip, Take a hike, Satan. Get out of my hair, Satan. Satan be gone. In the wake of Jesus' victorious resurrection, Christians are commanded to resist the devil. And the Christians at Ephesus were warned that we are wrestling against evil spirits, whether we know it or not. In light of this spiritual war, I have titled today's podcast, The Devil in Makanjira. It's a story you may have heard me share if I have spoken at your church in the past. But when I drink a nice cup of lemonade on a hot day, I don't mind getting a refill. I kind of think that's the way it is with the good news from a far country. Dear Father, help me and guide me in taking your name and your truth to Makanjira, Helix prayed. He could see Makanjira on the map, stretched around Lake Malawi, right near the border of Mozambique, but still within Malawian jurisdiction. It was a long drive from his house, but he knew that they spoke Chichewa there, the same language that he spoke, so there would be no problem talking to them. There were other problems, however, lots of them. Helix was a supported gospel ink preacher at the time, 
But Macangiela was 250 miles from his house, and it would cost $60 just in gas to get there. Not only that, but Helix Chiganamalunje did not even own a vehicle. There were many obstacles, but still Helix prayed that God might use him to take the message of salvation to this faraway corner of Malawi, where almost nobody followed Jesus. Lewis Nelms was the director of Gospel Inc., and when Lewis heard about Helix's desire to go to this faraway area, he gave him a special gift to go there. At that time, Helix was sponsored through Gospel Inc. on a monthly basis, and he received money to help in his outreach, in his ministry, and to help him in his overall living expenses. With this regular sponsorship, Helix could afford malaria medicine and pay for his older children's school fees, since high school is not free in Malawi. Frequently, people give one-time gifts and ask us at Gospel Inc. to send the money to wherever it is needed. When Lewis learned of the desire Helix had to go to Makanjira, he sent him what we would call extra money. Helix then asked his brother if he could borrow his truck. It was not a large truck. It was not a Land Rover. It was an old, beat-up Datsun pickup that was 35 years old. I'm guessing that Dotson was pretty near as old as Helix Chiganamalunje himself. Now, 35 is not old if you are a preacher, but it is too old if you've been running over African roads all your life. Now, Helix had some money, and he had some transportation. However, he also needed a plan. There are very few people in the Makanjila district who follow God, so Helix knew that he needed to be wise and have a strategy. He traveled to Makanjira, and at first, he went pretending to be a businessman. This was not outright deception. Helix actually runs a little stationery shop during the week in Lilongwe. Everyone knew by his accent that he was from Lilongwe, and they could tell that he was educated. So they liked to talk to him. And he, in turn, asked them questions about buying fish. Makanjira is situated on the lake, so there are quite a few fishermen. But there is almost no transport that can carry their fish to the city markets to sell. Thus, they also showed interest in talking with Helix. In this manner, Helix met many people and had many conversations, all the while planning, looking for people whose hearts would be open to hear the Lord's news. After two such trips like this, Helix obtained permission from the district commissioner, they call him the DC, to do evangelism in that area. And Helix returned to Makanjira, this time bringing some people from his church. He was driving his brother's Datsun pickup, and in his pocket, he had enough money to buy food for three weeks. When gospeling preachers go out to the rural areas, they do not go for just one day. The people often do not know anything about God, so they must hear more than one message. And the people who do want to follow Jesus have many questions, so it takes time to answer them. Now, we have all heard of witch doctors or medicine men. They are part of the traditions in Africa that are usually not good. The medicine man offers a combination of local plants and ancient spiritual beliefs to bring people healing or good luck. It is true that there are many herbs and leaves and roots 
that can help our bodies recover from different illnesses. In fact, I actually take dried wormwood when I am in Africa to help protect me from malaria. But you can imagine how easy it is for wicked spirits to play on people's suspicion and their ignorance and lead them into false hope or debilitating fear. People actually begin calling on false spirits to heal and cure them from disease. Sometimes people would get better or perceive a stroke of good fortune. So the so-called doctor would get a reputation of having special spiritual powers. Unfortunately, many of these doctors develop pride in their reputation, and they in turn start giving people false medicines and false hopes. Today, many of the witch doctors know that they do not have special spiritual powers, but they don't want the people around them to know this, so they try to scare people with bad luck and with evil charms or curses. When something bad happens to someone, the witch doctor will claim that he caused it. And this scares people to believing him and putting faith in him. Some of these men and women who call themselves traditional medicine people try to work with demons and try to get evil spiritual power. But many of them are just charlatans, faking the other people around them. The whole point of this boils down to reputation. But given enough clout in the region people will come and pay money for good luck. Or they will buy a special spiritual talisman or some special potion. The deception brings in good money, and one doesn't have to work very hard for it. They just need people who believe in them. Bedford Machesso was such a con man. He had cheated many people in Macangira, and he had a reputation of being able to bewitch people. One morning, Bedford was sitting outside of his house when a strong-looking man with glasses and a full beard approached him. Bedford had never met this man before, but it was Pastor Helix Chigana Malunji. Bedford was glad to meet him. Maybe this stranger had heard of his powers or his ability to curse someone. Maybe he was a businessman who wanted to buy some good omens. At first, he was friendly. But as they began to talk, Bedford realized that this man was not coming to buy something from him. He was coming to give him something. He was coming to give him a message about a God, the God of the Christians. Bedford grew angry. He knew about this kind of God. When people began following this God, they did not fear the spirits anymore. They turned away from praying to the ancestors and they turned away from the traditional ways of medicine. If this preacher were allowed to spread his teaching, and if people began following his God, then Bedford knew that his business would suffer. He did not want that. He cursed Helix and told him to get away from him and get away from his house. (laughs) Helix was so surprised, his eyes got wide. The conversation had started so friendly, but now this man was screaming at him, You get out of here! Get out of here now! We don't want your religion, and we don't need your crazy ideas about leaving our ancestors. We are good here! Get out! Get out! Bedford glared at Helix. If you come back to this house, something terrible will happen to you. I'm warning you. I have the power to bring spirit curses on you. Just ask the other people around here. You won't want to come back here. 
Do you hear? Helix's heart was alarmed. He now realized who this man was. He turned to go, as it was no use in arguing with a man so moved with wrath and hatred. As Helix walked away, however, his heart turned from alarm to sadness. He understood that Mr. Machesso was in bondage himself. He had lived a life of fear and service to the traditions of darkness. Helix and his small group visited many other homes that day. Most people were interested in asking questions or in hearing from the Bible. A lot of people in Makanjira cannot read, so it was interesting to them to hear what a book says. That evening, there were many good reports about souls that were interested in changing their ways. Helix thought again of the angry witch doctor and how the devils in his life made it impossible to even share the message of the gospel with him. Helix knew he had to pray for Bedford Machesso. Though he was tired from his walking all day, Helix went to war with that spiritual wickedness. Helix interceded for Bedford. He confessed Bedford's sins and prayed that Jesus would forgive him. He knew, of course, that Bedford had to confess his own sin if he was to be saved. But Helix also knew that he could not go back to that house. He was not welcome there. So he asked the Holy Spirit to visit Bedford instead. The Holy Spirit is a more powerful visitor than any man. As the sun set on Makanjira, people could see the beautiful red colors reflect off Lake Malawi. The beauty of God's sunset would soon give way to darkness. But the Holy Spirit would come that night and do great things. Bedford Machesso laid down to sleep. It had been a normal day for him, but it was not a normal night. He could not sleep. There were different thoughts and fears that kept him awake. He did not like lying awake in the dark. He moved, and he tossed, and he thought. Finally, he fell asleep, but it was not a good sleep. In fact, the terrors he saw in his dreams were so horrific that he woke up sweating and gasping for breath. What in the world is the matter? his wife asked him. Bedford was so terrified he could hardly talk. But then he told his wife about the horrible dream he had of dying. She shook her head and clucked her tongue. Oh, the spirits are troubled tonight, she thought. Bedford lay awake for some time again, but finally dozed off to sleep. This time he dreamed that someone had caught him and he was hanging upside down until he died. He couldn't breathe. He couldn't move. No one could save him. It was terrible, horrendous. He woke up again. Fear gripped him everywhere. His heart beat hard. His head hurt. He needed a drink, but he didn't want to get up in the dark. Did you see bad dreams again? Asked his wife. She woke up quickly this time because she knew that her husband was in touch with the spirit world. And if he was this troubled, something was happening. Suddenly, she realized what it was. Bedford, she exclaimed. You know what it is? It is that man of God that you chased away in the morning. You tried to curse him and rid him away, but now he has cursed you. 
She wagged her head. You have met someone more powerful than you, and he has sent these nightmares upon you. You need to go and make it right with him. You were rude to him. Get him to take away the curses. Bedford agreed that she might be right. The sun would not come up for another hour, but he could not wait. What if the curse came back while he was waiting? And this time he really would die. Bedford got dressed and went looking for Helix Chiganamalunje. Abusa Helix, wake up! Helix rolled over on his straw mat. His host explained that a man was at the door who wanted to see him. Helix could not understand this. It was still dark, and though the women in Malawi rise early to start a fire and boil water, people do not visit this early. How surprised Helix was to see Bedford Machesso waiting to talk to him. Bedford told Helix about the night terrors that had visited him, and he apologized for being rude to him and chasing him away. Please, Bedford requested, please take the evil away that has come to me. Take away your curse. Helix understood at once, and he knew it was not his power. It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had allowed the demons of Bedford's own faith to torment him. Now, in desperation, Bedford was looking for help. Bedford Machesso did not know that Jesus had conquered Satan. Bedford did not know that at the cross, the devil's head was crushed. Bedford did not know that greater is the Christ than he that is in the world. He only knew that he needed salvation from the evil power, from the nightmares, in that pre-dawn morning, Helix went through some Bible verses with Bedford. He explained who Jesus was. He explained the power of the cross. It is not a power to pass curses on to others. It is the power of salvation. Bedford Machesso had experienced the terrors of death and fear and the devil's power in the night, but that morning his eyes were open to the love and forgiveness of God. The grace of God is more powerful than any traditional medicine. That power saves the ancestor worshiper, the con artist, and the witch doctor. That morning as the sun rose on Macangira, Bedford Machesso held the hand of the preacher he had chased away the day before. And Bedford opened his heart to the God who came to deliver him from Satan's power. Helix Chiganamalunje stayed for two more weeks in Makanjira, and many people confessed Jesus as Savior because of the testimony of Bedford Machesso, the man who had scared people and intimidated people was now a Christian soldier, marching not with sword or with charms, but warring with truth and with his own testimony, proclaiming the higher power and the authority of Jesus Christ. I mentioned earlier that Louis Nelms had sent a gift for this outreach that lasted three weeks. Do you know how much he sent? $600. That's right, $600. Now, I'm not implying that 
$600 is pocket change. It's not. That's several days' work. But that gift paid for transport and lodging and food, not just for Helix, but for a team to do evangelism for three weeks in Makanjira. Try going to Ocean City or Myrtle Beach on $600. You won't stay three weeks, that's for sure. And you probably won't find as many people who want to discuss the gospel of Jesus Christ. My point is that these national preachers live in parts of the world where the dollar has a greater potential for more ministry than it would have in our culture and country. Today, Helix is no longer sponsored through Gospel Inc. Lewis Nelms is no longer the acting director of Gospel Inc. Things change. Seasons change. On the other hand, some things have not changed. Helix is still in the ministry. And Lewis still cares about lost souls. And the devil is still out there working to deceive. The devil still works in Macangira. But Bedford became one of the area's most ardent evangelists. If you visit our website, I have a photo of Helix sitting beside Bedford. The site is cupofgoodnews.org. That's cupofgoodnews.org. You can also see a photo of the old Dotson pickup they took. There's also a link which you can click to send Helix a one-time gift for his continued evangelism in Macangira. You see, though the devil has done much in Macangira, today there is a church there. Helix has baptized dozens of people and has taught them what it looks like to follow Jesus. Many of these people used to fear the devil and Bedford Machesso. But today, they are saved. And that, my friends, is good news.